Hello there, and welcome to Waystar Royco Enterprises. Star. <laughs> For season four. For season four. Season f- the final, the finale. The finale of all of our endeavors. See who becomes the successor. <laughs> the successor to Waystar. To Waystar Royco, to show about power show about politics <laughs> and this is also our audition for any american role <laughs> jesse armstrong please please we would like to play shiv two and three shiv yeah yeah and you know one day bb one day i mean look at me in my blazer and my crop top look at me in my coat from when Her i was 15 favorite. my phoebe buffet coat it is a bit of a phoebe buffet coat i won't lie actually That's the only reason i got it yeah. It's probably absolutely filthy. I was thinking that this could use a bit of a shampoo, potentially, this fur lining. You say that like you've shampooed a lot of coats. I've shampooed a lot of Barbie's hair, so mm. I think I know what I'm talking about when it okay. comes to synthetic hair. I thought I looked so good in this coat. You do. I, you look fantastic. You. I remember trying Ooh, that, that on. clinch is in the yeah, waist, nice doesn't it? Cinch, nice little cinch. Um, they love a drawstring on succession as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, I used to wear that coat a lot when I was a little girl. And right. Yeah, and, before and, we, yeah. Okay. You before this, you wore this when you were a little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used oh, to try it on all the time. That's so sweet. Because I thought it was like a totally spies coat because it had the fur lining oh. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then I found it recently, and literally the second that you saw me wearing it, you were like, "That's mine." I should never have turned up in it. I actually want to do a video about that because I was so considering saying you can't take that with you and you're going to be cold, but I don't care. Yeah, you were going to send me out into the street shivering. I knew you were, and mm. that's why I gave you the option. Mm. That's why I gave you the it option. It was very sweet and humble of yeah, you. Yeah, I know. Thank you. And pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. So, hello, gang. Everybody. We have been, this is back by popular demand. Popular demand. Jesse did an Instagram request and what did you get? Something like four people? No, I got, I got like 300 replies. Well, that's Can you believe exciting. That? I mean, that's I'm exciting. estimating 300. Because mm. people love, you know, the thing is, people love our oeuvre. They love our, our, our body of work. They love all of the different things that we try. Yeah. So um And this is mu- this is very much a passion project, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is uh Marmite, you know, you love it or you hate it. I can't quite get to grips with the fact that this is the last series. No, and I think it's interesting that they've chosen to disclose that. Mm. I think it's quite a mature approach to TV. To be like, look, this is all that you're gonna get, so you better savour it. Like a parent giving their child a chocolate after dinner and saying this is the only thing that you're going to get. Oh, I just think that they could have squeezed out a couple of more. Yes, but the thing is, I think with American TV, they tend to do, they overdo things. They mm. always have like 12 series of 50 episodes. And I think that you, you're you just juicing. There's only so much uh, content that you can get out of an amazingly well-written character. Yeah. And you can either milk that over 15 series or you can have that so crisp in four. So I, I, I think that they've made the right decision there. I just don't because they don't realise that I very much need succession to survive. It's true. It's true. And I have really relied on it emotionally for a few years now. I've I've watched, I think, each episode at least three times. Definitely. Also, I always tend to rewind and go back um, to rewatch certain scenes in certain episodes. So, yes, there are episodes I've watched three times, but there are also scenes mm. that I've probably seen 20 times. Like last night watching the, the first episode, I let the kids watch it. I know, I know that's not okay. No. Okay, I know that that's but not okay. we're raising them to be CEOs. What exactly. do you expect? Okay? I, I need them to be CEOs or Immersion therapy. Um, and I, 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 be, I think the fact that they say fuck so much, yeah. it almost... 
doesn't count. Yeah. So I think that they don't get that. No. They, they're fine with that. They did say, they say it a lot, mummy. And I was like, yeah, but they say it so much. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Which actually is not true, but it doesn't matter. I didn't let them watch it. I, I'm lying. They didn't yeah. watch it. Just no, in case any, any, any parent, please are out to get me. But um, Donnie has been up with me a lot mm. late at night. And so he has seen some, 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 some succession. Mm. So I let them watch about five minutes of it. And then I was like, oh, I'll save it in bed. And then I went back and I watched... I watched the beginning again and I watched the end again. And, and I, it's nice because I know I'm going to watch it so many times. I don't have to like devour an episode and then let that be. I can absolutely dip in and out. Yeah, I watched it twice yesterday, once in the morning, once in the evening. And it was really relaxing knowing mm. this isn't the only time I'm going to no. see these guys. I'm going to come back to this room. I'm mm. going to be back at this party. Exactly. Um, what, so, what was your yeah. main feeling watching it what did you take away what was the the headline thing you took away from the first episode um I'm gonna say vulnerability Mm. I felt like it was really nice to come back to our characters come back to our gang and see them at home sort of barefoot energy Mm. you know I know that very few of them were actually barefoot but I was Shiv was barefoot oh so was Kieran Kieran was barefoot sorry Roman silly 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 Our buddy, our friend, our good friend, Kieran. Um, I feel like we are related somehow. I feel Kieran like we're related. I feel like every time I see him, I'm like, that's my brother. Yeah, I look in the mirror and I see Kieran Culkin. Oh, if I do a funny face, I see Kieran mm-hmm. Culkin. Or if I even have a cheeky thought, I, I think of him. Like, if I, had him, if I was a man, yeah. I would have his body. Definitely. Oh my God, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, kind of like, quite sort of willowy arms yeah but like also quite you know like compact secretly secretly muscular yeah a little bit yeah like you know that if you punch your stomach that you would break your hand he can he can do some you know jackknifes easy oh yeah 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 yeah. i bet he can backflip and i bet that he is actually a bit of a dark horse in bed not oh, that i yeah. yeah anyway let's move on let's so move that on. was your let's vulnerability That's vulnerability was my sort of headline because um i feel like you really got a sense of how much logan misses the children mm. you get a sense of how much the children have an emptiness and a void without their father and without the business in their oh, lives yeah. and also seeing roman's house and seeing logan's birthday party they're hey just, was that roman's house yeah the, the, that was roman's house that the we hundred were the one where they were having the discussion about the hundred and was roman's house oh my god i didn't realize that and it was very cool it was very him I thought. and it had he had like cups with no handles he had cups with no handles and he had a really really extensive coffee set up in his kitchen I saw. which i thought that's a bit of me. Oh my gosh, how did you know it was Roman's house? Because as um, Kendall walks in, he's like, Romy, Romy, I'm at yours. Like, I'm uh, here to work. I mean, you assume that it's Roman's house because that's the way that they set it up. I could be wrong, but oh, I'm pretty wait, sure I'm that's Roman's house. I'm going to rewatch that now. Um, so now yeah. that I know it's Roman's house. I know, but it's I'm exciting. Gonna study. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause and look around. He likes earth tones. That's mm. what I picked up. Well, I noticed, I know, my main takeaway, and this is not as um, kind of uh, intellectual as yours, sure. is... Uh, the only one wearing any colour was was Kieran, was Roman. He, he was wearing true. blue and turquoise. Yes, he had those bright coloured chinos on, didn't he? Yeah, but his his outfit for the majority of the episode is just blue and like blues, mm. and the rest of them are so dark. Mm. Like Kieran, um, Kendall is only in greys and blacks. Yeah, Shiv is always in a beige. Yeah, she loves a beige. They were like, we know your colour palette. You're a soft spring. We're leaning into it. But I is thought she that a soft was really spring interesting. Or a soft summer, actually, I don't know. I don't follow that bullshit spring is um warm tone and summer is cool tone she's definitely soft because she always wears light she's not colors. a cool tone she's she's a soft spring because yeah. she's got red hair sorry guys obvious soft spring she's yeah, a soft spring um so yeah i thought i thought that was really interesting they chose to do that and i also found that um my main takeaway was 
just a, yes, a deep sadness. Everyone was very heavy. Tom, Tom was so palpably sad from the moment we see him. Absolutely. And the only one who's fucking thriving is Greg. Yeah, it's Dick true. Dickhead Greg. Dickhead Greg. It's true, and he gave me the creeps a little oh, bit Oh, I did episode. not like his, he I did not like He gave me the creeps it. a little bit. Totally. Um, so, okay. Can I ask a question? Are we going to go in order? No, we don't have to. I'm just going to get up my little notes that I made. Because I didn't write any notes because it's been a very stressful time, so I couldn't. But I, so I just like let myself be. Watching no, just it. let yourself be. I, I've got just some um, headlines for you know. It probably is a little bit like it goes in the yeah. order of the episode. Okay, but cool. So we I'll, open. I'll, I'll list out some things to you, and then you can tell me what you think. Okay, cool. So the hundred, which is yeah. what I understood from their new venture, yes, is that it's it's basically a TikTok news. Yes, yes. And um, I thought it was really interesting. Um, so. Is it Lo- is it Kendall or is it Roman that describes it as Substack meets the New York Times meets um, something else? And um, obviously, I thought that was really cool because I feel like Substack has never been mentioned in a TV show before. Mm, and I was true. like, cool. They're just finger on the pulse, these guys, mm-hmm. succession. They just always know what's hot and what's coming up next. Um, but also, there was something kind of, you know, despite how unbelievably rich and supposedly successful of these people are the fact that they were like they're trying to make something like a new it just there was something so sad about that even like the the aimlessness with which they were kind of having this meeting and trying to figure out the logo Kendall walking in and being so like there was a geekiness and an adolescence to that first scene with the three of them where especially when they were trying to um like sort of suss out if Shiv is interested in the projects or not. And is she already cheating on them? It just made me immediately see them as 12, 13-year-olds trying to, um, like, get the others to play play with them, you know? Mm. like Or like, oh, are you going to leave us for your cooler older friends or something like that? It just felt so... That's what they're so good at with these characters at making them... You, you completely see them as young people. Yeah, but you have Kendall walking in with that energy of, like... On on a manic high, yeah. Like fuck everything. We're gonna f- we're gonna prove dad wrong, and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna start this new fucking cool venture. Shiv's energy is still very much I am out for myself, definitely. Whereas Kieran was almost the only one who was visibly in the aftermath of trauma, definitely. And like I, we've lost everything. We now need to make this a success. Yes. And I I felt really sad from the moment it started because they were. It sounds, I mean, I think they on purpose made the 100 sound quite, like, vague. Yeah. And, and, and They don't even really know what it is, clearly. Yeah, and then their new employees mm. and Tiffin or whatever his name is. T, 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 they kept on calling him T. Yeah, I, I, you immediately were kind of, like, just getting a grip with, right, who's their new team? Mm-hmm. Is this an emergency setup? Um, what's their strategy? And you just immediately wanted to know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And I found it so interesting that... The first episode of the first series was Logan's birthday. Definitely. And then here we are, the final series, Logan's birthday. Yeah. And you, Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. So it's just kind of Clever a vlogs. Nice, just a nice little, you know, full circle thing. Yeah. And they're in the same situation. Exactly. Also, I think it's really interesting and um, clever of them to have started immediately throwing us into uh, their new venture because it gives you a really strong idea of what they have been up to, what the last few months have looked like since um, the fallout from season three. Because the premise of this business is obviously incredibly vague 
and when they were rehearsing the speech for mm. the investors, didn't it immediately make you think of when you are put into like a group project at school and you have to like rehearse who's going to say what line? There was something so feeble mm. and just, I know I keep saying it, but so youthful about mm. this interaction between them. So the fact that they, what? Just stop moving your hand. I'm, I'm the one with the headphones oh, yeah. on. Well, I'm just being very cautious. It's not making any... Um, sounds I swear um but I'll stop moving it I'll keep yeah. it cemented onto the table stop like this moving. bitch stop um, moving. <laughs> um yeah you definitely got a sense of the fact that they've had to cling on to each other as siblings post trauma mm. and you're so right Kieran is the one that it looks the most shell-shocked the other two are kind of trying to fake their way out of it well well obviously Kendall thrives in emergency yeah he's either recovering or he's like gunning through life yeah like, like he said he's he's taken every drug or whatever um and then kieran as he's saying that is like you're scared of needles so you're not even a proper drug addict yeah um but he's like yeah i just need a new experience to fully absorb myself into which is a really transparent thing to say yeah and um yeah so i i found that like i felt really uncomfortable watching that and and you could just sense from shiv in the way she was kind of acting that she's very preoccupied and obviously that follows through for the whole episode. You kind of sense that she has had a really tough few months. Definitely. Um, and so, yeah, it was just, it was just a, a very, oh God, I really feel for them all. Yeah. You, you could tell that they all felt a little bit embarrassed mm. of uh, how low they had supposedly fallen. Um, and therefore the second that the Pierce conversation comes up and they get in. And also, I mean, the phone call that Tom gives her to sort of let her know about oh, Naomi and gosh. his so meeting. So this is what I need to talk to you about. So he's basically ringing her yeah. with the with the energy of, hi, uh, yeah, I know we're not meant to still love each other, but I still love you and I just wanted to tell you just to protect your feelings and also to prove that I'm actually really cool and sexy that I've just had a date, but it's not a date, but it is a date with Naomi Pierce and... Mm-hmm. Basically telling her that, but also saying, no, actually, Naomi, telling her the information about Piers. Yes. But that call was just to prove that he's dating, right? To well, make her jealous? I think that something interesting that they weaved in throughout this episode is the fact that simple mistakes have led to very, very large consequences. Mm. So... I don't know if Tom would have called up Shiv with that information had they not bumped into somebody. Because remember, he says, we bumped into this person and then they asked what we were doing together and I said, not business. So the fact that Tom already knows Shiv so well that when it gets out gossip-wise that Tom was meeting with Naomi Pierce in a non-business capacity, it's like he was thinking two steps ahead. Shiv is then going to think that we were on a date. So I think that he But he also wants her to think that he's on a date. He wants her to think that they're on a date, but he also wants the safety of being like, but by the way, we didn't actually do anything. So he's still not quite able to go over to the dark side. No, not quite. He's still showing his loyalty to Shiv. He still wants to kind of prove that he's this man and... And he also wants to be good at his job and impress Logan. He's absolutely in a love triangle between Logan, Shiv and... It's true, it's true. But the fact that he did make that call and because they did happen to bump into that person is a bit like butterfly uh, effect type yeah. thing. That's what makes Shiv realise that the Pierce deal is going to happen. Because the fact is, if Tom hadn't called them up, then they wouldn't... No. They would still be doing the 100. I know. And and then I love that moment at the party where Carl and everybody starts to realise that the... the Right, oh, they, there's there's another bidder for, for Piers. There's another bidder. bidder. Um, who could it be? And Tom's in that circle with Jerry and Carl. And he's like, he's like, 
oh well it's you know it's public news it could be anybody, anybody yeah, 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 exactly. and he, he trails off as he leaves so subtle so so the subtle. performance is just impeccable his performance was brilliant this episode oh my remember. god I very just softly love him. spoken and he looks so hot he looks so good oh. oh he looks so good he looks so good but softly spoken mm. you very rarely get a British actor who can do an American accent so well you get a lot of British actors that can do American accents very very well but there's something in his cadence and the softness with which he speaks that's so accurate to I think that type of American mm. male it's it's so spooky how good he is and it? then you have Greg and Tom okay so but oh if, my god I know the Greg and Tom uh, this episode they really they fed us up didn't they they disgusting fed us up disgusting brothers the disgusting brothers okay I did put here look up monster definition what does that mean I maybe we should look it up I kind of think it just means monster. Um, I'm pretty sure it doesn't. I'm pretty sure it refers to... Your signal's going to make a... Eddie... No, 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 no. Is there an Eddie Munster? I'm thinking of Eddie Munster. But what does Munster mean? Because I feel like, given that this episode is called Munsters... I think it means something to do with Munster. I'm going to just really stick to that. Munster. Um, no. No, that's saying muster. Okay, Oh, God, we must be so dumb then for not knowing. It's probably like moron. Who is Munster? Okay. Munster Rugby. What is Munster known for? Okay, okay. Well, this, I think is, just, it's this, just is, a, this is not helping me no, at all. No, I think it's just like idiot kind of thing. I hope idiot. so. Yeah. yeah, you know what? There we go. Look up Munster definition. That went well. Okay, yeah. so Logan is clearly prowling around this party, very lion-like. I mean, the whiskers on his face. But Have you ever just, seen whiskers like that? No, and he, he looks... I felt really sad by this because this is a snapshot of an older man who's kind of at the end of his life, and he even says that later to... Um, his bodyguard. Oh, I love that. That's scene. such a great scene. Um, like, what is what? What are people? Yeah. What are people? And that this scene is to show that he's so uncomfortable. He does not want to socialize. He is only thinking about his next step um, and his final steps. Yeah. Really. And Carrie, my goodness, oh, is she scary? That well, she's the only other person in color. Yeah. She's playing. She's in a blue suit. Also, I think it's so. I mean, I know that that's probably just her hair, and that's the way that she, that's the way that it is. But if that was a choice, like let's say that's a wig, that heavy fringe, and the incredibly shiny. I mean, you've only seen a, a shinier fringe on that, and Claudia Winkleman. Mm. Um, but she, her role, it's actually, so alien. She looks alien in that yeah. world. But I, I felt actually. I, I liked her more than I've ever liked her um, because she was given more. Yeah. But also because she did seem to have genuine affection for Logan. Yes. Touching his arm. They seem to have like a bond. Yes. And he has been abandoned in a way. I mean, Marsha, I loved that line. Marsha is in Milan shopping and always will be. Forever. And, and, and will be forever. Yeah. <laughs> but there was something incredibly brutal, cutthroat and scary about Kerry um, when she was talking to about Greg oh, about who's this girl uh, what, random fuck is she uh, Bridget random fuck but how could Greg have done that how could Greg br bring this girl who obviously was some kind of mole I just was sure that there was a camera in her huge bag that they were bitching about Tom do you her. think that she was a mole well I wouldn't be surprised if that comes out in a later episode because there was a moment later on especially when I watched it the second time where um, somebody makes a reference to the fact that there's another Pierce at the party I think it might be Kendall. He's like, oh, somebody's yes, done something from the party. That's what I think. But he 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 referred to her as Bun Pierce, whereas her name was Bridget. Is Bun? Yeah, no, a I short wouldn't. Name for I'm pretty sure that will be a thread. Okay, well there we go. I hope so. Yeah, and I reckon there was a camera in her bag, and I reckon that, I mean, 
th- that was just too silly. Maybe. That was just too silly Maybe. To, to not be anything yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also the fact that, you know, the selfie thing and stuff like that was like, mm, Succession's too clever to rely on a character that sort of one-dimensional. Yeah, she's so, yeah, she's probably is a mole. But also I think it is interesting that Greg is now uh, so sort of floaty and breezy and soulless that, yeah, maybe he just doesn't even have to think anymore. Maybe he is that thoughtless that so he would he just bring a girl like that. So Tom have decided that they're going to play, go over to the dark side and sell their souls. Yes. But is that in support of Logan? So Greg has chosen to have allegiance with Logan. He doesn't really have any choice because obviously at the end of last season, he gets cut off from his grandfather, right? His grandfather's going to give all of his money to Greenpeace. So so Tom is really two-timing. Yeah. But also Tom is, um, he's being a survivalist. He knew that Shiv was the sort of the top dog and the one that wore the trousers in the relationship and that he would probably get... um, eaten up and chewed up and spat out at some point. And then when and he has that chat with Logan, is like, if we were to, you know, get a divorce, yeah. what would you... I think the changing point with Tom was when um, in towards the end of last season when they found out that nobody was going to be going to prison mm. and Logan touched his arm and said, I'll remember. Yeah. And then when he lost his mind in the Piss Mad episode, uh, Tom was the one that he got to take him to the bathroom yeah, yeah, and he said, yeah. thanks, son. No, but so it was... I, the m- it was the conversation between Shiv and them about babies and, yeah. and realising, oh, he's on his own. Totally. So um, he's he's made that decision and it's been forming for a long time. But oh, he clearly yeah. feels guilty about it. Yeah, but I'm just so surprised that he's still calling her and there's that kind of tenderness. I mean, even even on speakerphone, Shiv was still kind of like, hey, Tom. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then when, oh, that I was really subtle, but the moment where they're bidding um, and Shiv's like, well, I don't know. 12 we'll go 12 yeah and tom you just see the resignation in tom's face like okay she's playing this game 100 percent. okay yeah we'll go 12 too thanks shiv yeah it's so defeated yeah. oh it was so sad but you um you made a really good point about that scene later on with tom and shiv about the fact that, that it's a breakup where they both clearly still love each other but we'll get to yeah, that we'll because to that's that. right to the end um so, so we've got carrie scary um, Marsha shopping forever. They're preparing for school speech, which was when they were sort of mm. doing that little, you know, preparing for the 100 pitch. Um, and then I've got a little note here about that conversation that also happens at Logan's party between Connor, um, Willa, oh, Greg, nice. and his date. And it's about that the presidential was so stupid, race. But just so stupid that 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 character must be a mole because there's no. She was asking questions. She and they was were answering. What it's were they true. doing? But I also what I really enjoyed about that conversation when the stupid date girl was like, "So what would that mean then if you pay 150 million? Oh, it means we'll maintain our percent." Willa is so like resigned and kind of like trophy wife at that point. Yeah. But in and really she looks smart it as well. Way. She's, and she looks her hair dyed. she's got her hair done. She looks very fancy. And she's like, but we'd still be rich, right? Yeah. And the way that they're talking, it's like rich people who aren't meant to be rich people. It's like if you gave four idiots suddenly $5 billion, how they would talk about it. That's what I really enjoyed about it. Because it made me think, sometimes in succession, you see these characters who look like they are so meant to be in yes. that world and environment. Like Kieran um, in his house. Like Kieran, like he was always meant to be a rich kid. Kendall was always meant to be a rich kid. Siobhan was always meant to be a rich kid. But for some reason, Connor and other characters in it, like Greg, yeah, they're people who aren't meant for that world. But it's funny when you see them in it. It's like an and interesting kind of enjoying the thrill of like Greg is enjoying the thrill of it still. Yes, um, yes. and Connor is kind of aware that it could go, and Absolutely. he's so desperately yeah. wants to be president. Yeah, um, I think it's really interesting as well that he's now included in all of like the promotional footage. Mm. And I feel like in the intro, I might be making this up. 
But I feel like in the previous intros for the previous seasons, it was mostly about three kids. Like, you know, Mm. when the footage is children. Like, it definitely did have some shots with the four of them. But it was mainly focusing on the three kids. Whereas now with this intro, it's always the four kids and Connors and all of the promotional yeah. stuff. Well, I didn't. I I want to analyze the intro more, but I I remember a couple of extra bits this time of more of the dad suddenly leaving. Yeah, like, and I don't remember that before. Mm, yeah, it's so just a simple story yeah. of wanting your dad's love, wanting oh. your daddy's love. Hey, hey, hey. Um, so we've got the new Gen Roy's as they make their decision that they are going to invest in the Pierce. Um, conversation. They're gonna and Piers jump is on just in. Such a great character. Mm. Such a great parody. Nan. Could be, yeah, Nan. Um, like, oh, this disgusts me. This disgusts me. This such disgusts a me. Hypocrite. How much? This disgusts me. Oh, how much? Literally this is, uh, more. More. This. Oh, this is horrible. This is yeah. evil. Do you want some jars? Oh, more. Um, I. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely. I've got um some thoughts about that. But before that, when they're trying to convince Kieran to sort of get on board with them, and he's so hurt, you can Mm. tell by the fact that they immediately want to jump ship to this new idea. And he has this bit where he goes, seriously, don't believe you. Seriously, don't believe you. Seriously, seriously, don't believe you. And I genuinely, that was like the most brotherly Mm. interaction of anything that I've ever seen. It's just, I don't know why it's so um, special. Like I just... The acting that they're doing is fantastic, but you see brilliant acting all the time. But I don't know why with this specific chemistry between the three of them, it feels like you are watching something so intimate. It feels like you're getting, it just, I've never, I've never witnessed any performances no, like it before. No, have I. I think it's because he craves, he craves stability and yeah. he wants a home and he wants something that he can bed into, yeah. which he probably has never had. Yeah. And again, he's he's really committed. He was the one in the last series who was like, look, can we just try and get on? Yeah. Can we like talk? Yeah. And this is them really trying. And they probably tried for a few months and he's probably really enjoyed that. Yeah. He's really committed to this new idea. And here they are again, chasing money. It's true. So I felt the real pain in his eyes and in mm. his voice. Um, and so I really enjoyed that. I also really enjoyed when they were talking about the money. Two mil, three bill, that's our nut. I just loved it when Siobhan said that. I really, I really enjoyed it. But where um, are they getting this money from, though? This is their assets within. These Waste are their Earth. assets when they are. They have the right to liquidate their five percent shares when the deal with um, Piers. No, no. no. no uh, what's the other company called? Gojo. Gojo. When, yeah. When Gojo the, in two days' time. In, in forty-eight hours. Mm. Which I mean, I suspect the whole series is over two two days. Do you think so? Yeah. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. I'm sure it's not though. Well, Two I days. Think, that would be clever. I think that would, that be, would be my take. That would be really. That would be. That would be hot stuff. But I. What I was going to say is, I suspect something's going to happen there. Like, there's going to be something that goes oh, wrong Gojo with the deal, happen. right? Yeah. Gojo no, oh, Gojo's not going to happen. Gojo's. Gojo's going to be a no go. A no go. Um, but uh, then we have the scene with Logan leaving the birthday party and going to dinner with his security guard. I know, and going for a sad walk through Central Park and then asking him... You're my pal. You're, you're, you're my pal. You're oh. my best pal. <laughs> also, was it oh. was it just me or did his accent come out when he said that a little bit? My best pal. You're my pal. My, my pal, best pal. My pal. Um, Which I thought was really nice no, because obviously meant be, he's yeah. meant to be this person. And it was interesting that, like, I mean, if you're going to overread into it, it's like, it, that's... That's his childlike, you know, uh, side coming out of his if his uh, original accents coming out. He's when he said really that. had to do some self excavation and think, hasn't he? And he's he's left his birthday party where everybody he dislikes. He's got no wife. Carrie stills there fighting for him, ringing the the siblings, trying to get them to meet because she can send he's lonely, which is actually quite nice. And there he is trying to have a real conversation with this guy 
What's his name? Security guard. I always forget. Is it? Carl, not Carl. Craig. Greg. Oh no, not Greg. Oh, that's so stupid of me. Anyway, um, but he's he's basically saying, what is life about, mm. and what 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 am I doing wrong, and what am I going to do next? And at the beginning, the guy responds, being like, yeah, I'm your pal, yeah, and he seems quite flattered. But then he doesn't really give anything else back, yeah. and you can tell Logan is like, oh, okay, I'm I am alone. I think that it was really interesting as well. Um, I think that the security guard, um, the actor who played him, did it incredibly well because there was also a part of him that was like desperately afraid I thought I, I think sometimes it's so interesting to sort of see these side characters the people that work for the Roys and to imagine what it would be like working for a family of billionaires who are so mm. cutting and brutal and intelligent but scary because yes there's a part of you that's going to laugh at their jokes and stuff but if they come if, if they want too much from you it's terrifying well that, they that's, fire you that's in a, in exactly a what happens later yeah. when logan's like roast me yeah roast me everybody. oh yeah 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 so he just i check yeah cool great um so i think that there's a yeah like an existentialism to him in a way because what's he doing this for now what has it all been for if his kids are gone um, who is he preserving well, this company I think for? He, 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 he's going to attack. Mm -hmm. If he can't get what he wants, he's going to attack. And I think that's that's his decision he's making this first episode. Is like, who am I going to now go for? Yeah. Um, at, and yeah, I I just think that he's he's ready to burn everything to the ground. Yes, absolutely. And he's ready to, to kill his kids. Yeah. Um, and then they get on the plane to go and see Pierce, to go and see Nan. And Kerry calls them to ask if they would give Logan a call. And the way that they are bickering about, well, did he ask? Mm. Did he ask? Because they've for been us burned to call? too many times. Because they've been burned too many times. Yeah. It's like when you're having a fight or when we've been having a fight and it's like who's gonna be the one to apologize first. Mm. It matters so much if you know that the other person wants to like resolve something. It and matters they, so much what they've actually said. Well it's a it's a it's a match. Mm -hmm. So they've now got one against him because they're not gonna be the ones to kind of put the the call in motion because they don't want to be the underdogs. So later that they win. Mm. No, they they don't win really. There's a moment at the end, but they, yeah, let's move on. Um, so we're now at Nan's house. Yeah. Nan is a fascinating character. Yeah, I kind of, I just didn't believe her when she said, I find this disgusting. I, she obviously doesn't. And and Naomi has obviously had a few months of, you know, had a drastic haircut. Mm. Um, what do you think of It's very awkward between Kendall and her. Um, I think she just looks slightly jaded doesn't she she's yeah. out of it yeah um it just shows that all of them want a piece of the pie yeah so nan is doing this for her family and says oh after her divorce and her breakdown and you know i've got to make sure that my family are safe and it's no actually you just you want to be fucking rich and you want to do no work for a bit and you want to have a break yeah and she's very faux humble because she's constantly talking about like her lower class tastes or like whatever her vinegar taste yeah of wine. yeah oh she she she's always like the same shitty wine since she was a teenager and oh you would think that the the fertilizer here would be cut up you know a hundred dollar yeah. bills but at the same time she's the one who actually suggests the price yeah she says it in such a it's it's, it's a it's a very deceptive uh tactic to play like you're so disgusted and this frail old lady, but at the same time, she's a viper. Because and the headache wouldn't, thing. You, oh, the headache thing. The headache yeah, thing. Like, can we just see in five minutes if she still has a headache? Yeah, she's Imagine playing the game. Playing the game. Yeah. It shows that you wouldn't get to a top position like that unless you are a viper. So it yeah, makes so sense. What was she doing in that five minutes? She was calling Logan, wasn't she? Yeah, making saying, them sweat. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so then we are in the sort of the tete-a-tete, if you will, of the bidding war between the kids at Nan's house and Logan at the birthday party. And you see Shiv in her element. She Shiv. Is, she is a good messenger. She yeah. can say, she can present everything well. She's a, she's absolutely in her element as businesswoman here. You get the sense that she probably hasn't had this much fun in months. Mm. Um, whereas Kieran is still resistant to like fully getting on board with this until he actually does and then they're so happy about yeah, it. Yeah, and it's just a typical younger sibling thing of mm-hmm. they bullied him into it and now he is, he's one of them. Yeah, and he doesn't want to admit that actually, yes, this is probably going to be the right thing for them. Yeah. Um, but where's this money coming from? It's just amazing. I know, they got a lot of it, don't they? And Logan is truly shocked when when they outbid him. Yeah, but we have the amazing, I think this is probably my favorite bit in the whole episode with the roast me section because he, yeah. the void that their jokes leave. Oh, poor Carl. No, not uh, Frank, Frank. Carl when, and Frank. Oh, it's yeah. not really my thing. And, Dry as dust. Oh, and, and Greg, Greg just being like, well, people are actually quite scared of you and I'm actually quite scared of you right now. Where are your kids? Oh, yeah. Where are your kids at your birthday? Is dad still sucking cock at the fair? <laughs> God, our American accents are so bad. Dad's still sucking cock at the county fair. <laughs> oh my God, that made me so sad. And so enthralled at the Greg same time. Because Greg looked so sad, didn't he? Oh like, yeah, God. my dad is still sucking cock at the county fair. Because also the thing is with Greg, he is spineless and he is soulless and he is a parasite, as all of the characters have noted and throughout the seasons. And no matter what you can say about the kids, they are still... They are Roy's, you know, Mm. they are entitled to be there. So no matter how evil their actions can be sometimes, they're so born for that world. And I love seeing that they can handle their father and their father can handle them. Someone like Greg, you just, you are disgusted by Mm. him in that scenario because he is just such a parasite. We have to get him moving because we have to, but this ends with them winning. Them Them winning, winning they did it guys. that call where Tom's like, devastated as he says to Logan that no we've been outbid you, you've lost mm-hmm. and Logan cannot comprehend that and then Tom is like uh Shiv I've just got your dad on speakerphone and they're outside <laughs> and then he play he play the Logan says well done for saying the fucking biggest number you morons <laughs> <laughs> and their response is oh my god their faces Shiv it's so uncomfortable to watch yeah. because they all look terrified yeah. they look scared proud they've just lost their father again Mm -hmm. and they don't know what to do and they're now into the next moment where Mm -hmm. they have to now that they they betrayed him a little bit more they're Mm -hmm. a little bit further away from their father and they look terrified but then it kind of um becomes awkward laughter yeah it just is so human they're not happy it's it's like okay well we've fucking done this now shiv's performance there was amazing oh my god she really nailed it didn't she bloody nailed it and you have suspicions that you think that she was already pregnant by the time that she was filming this, right? Oh, you can tell she was definitely pregnant. Yeah, yeah she is wearing drawstring, I mean, yeah. like st- elasticated trousers. So maybe she was just already tell. good for uh, her. You just can tell. Yeah. You can tell. Um, so, but can we just now spend some a lot of time talking about the final scene between Shiv and Tom? Oh, yeah. So absolutely break my heart, mm-hmm. this. Did it touch you? Well, you just knew because we don't at this point know that Shiv isn't living at the house. Yeah. Or who, who, who's living. So you just know from the second she walks in and she gets out of that car... She looks like she's in she's in power mode. She yeah. needs she's on defense. She's she's doing she's about to brace herself for something. Um, the dog. I think that's such a perfect addition. Like beautifully symbolic. The fact that she's going home and she's upset 
that the dog is barking as if she's a stranger. Yeah. And that tells us she doesn't live here anymore. She's mm-hmm. not been here for a while and she's she doesn't she she's here for a reason. Good. Good analysis. Point, explanation, evaluation. Loved it. Well, thanks. But yeah, and then you can see she's just kind of like slightly nervous. She puts on a cardigan. Don't put on a cardigan unless you're nervous. Oh, no, no, no. Cardigans for when you're feeling a bit freaked out so that you can wrap it tight around yourself. Mm. Also, her house really looks like an Escher painting. Like when she was going down the stairs, but there were also stairs above her and below her. I was like... It's it, it, Escher painting. You know, like those paintings of the stairs, which kind of like looks sort of 3D. And um, you, if I showed you a painting, you would 100% know an Escher so painting. Clever. Thank you. Um, um, the yeah. house is a ma- You see more of their houses, don't you? Yeah. I feel like this season, w- the inkling I'm getting is that this is going to be you're going to have even more revealed about the inner workings of these people. Of rich people. Of yeah, rich people yeah, and the yeah. sadness within. I mean, Like really wide shots. Yeah. How much does this make you feel like it would, obviously it would kind of be amazing to be like the son or daughter of a billionaire, but at the same time, how neutered in a way you would be mm. by that. You would never feel capable of <laughs> achieving anything for yourself. When, to- when Logan says, tell your fucking wife yes. that she's never had an idea of her own, that oh. is... I mean, that's the that's probably that would be the worst thing that Shiv could hear ever. Mm. And Tom doesn't tell her that. Worst which thing I that like. most people can hear. Yeah. Um, but I, I I really did notice the the wide shot thing when Shiv was walking towards the dog from the front door. I I was like, that's bigger than like the whole block of flats. We like what like that having that space yeah. to create that many steps within your house in a New York apartment as well. I it's mean, just that's just absolutely insane. massive. Like even when Logan was like, oh, let's go upstairs to the library. Just like these, these are amazingly rich. Like, just these are rich people. <laughs> these are rich people. Wow. What she the, goes yeah. downstairs. Look at us and, noticing things. And Tom and and Tom comes out, and I just love how vulnerable he is immediately because he's like, "Hey, I thought you were saying. I thought you were hoteling. Do you want to talk?" Oh, and but he, then, but then also when he says the comment about. Um, uh, she needed to have access to her wardrobe. Oh, I thought you brought your favourites. Yeah. I don't want to be restricted to my, my favourites, Tom. I don't want to wear just my favourites. That felt too intimate to be watching. Do you know what I mean? That felt yes. like very, very no, marriage. But, no, but I don't think that was sweet of him, him saying that. I think that was him saying, look, these were the boundaries. You took your clothes. You said that I could stay here. You said you were at the hotel. You've broken a boundary. And and from the and then what happens in that conversation, you can it's the the point of this is Shiv wants to know who he's been fucking. Yeah. And she's hurt that he's already stepped over that boundary. Yeah. And he's saying, no, you told me to do this. And also I've been trying to talk to you for months about what happened. Yeah. And what they mean is Tom how he betrayed her. her. I think that you can see in her eyes, she's never looked at Tom with such um, pain and anger and fear and stuff before. I think that, the reason why she's acting like this with him now and the reason why she's so ready to be like, yep, okay, I'm going to be the one that says let's get a divorce is because she feels almost more hurt by the fact that he's abandoned her for the father, for Logan, Mm. than just about the fact that he's abandoned her because Logan is the one that's also left this huge hole in her life and Tom is now with him. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So it's like a dual heartbreak, I think, in a way. Yes, you're so right. And she looks so much more vulnerable than she's ever looked with him before because she's always been above him in the relationship no matter what and now he has taken the thing that was always supposed to be hers which is Logan's loyalty well yeah you're right because what she's thought would happen is that she was always the cleverer one who was going to outsmart him he's outsmarted her which has embarrassed her yeah he's devastated her by yes going with the father and then to top everything off 
all of her stuff like on the on the ship how she wanted to have a threesome and then that didn't work out the sexual stuff was always like fluff for her but stuff that she could fill some time with mm -hmm. because it meant nothing and she had other stuff going on but now that she's been devastated by the upheaval in her life her father betraying her um the sex stuff she's actually upset about because she's like oh i don't have I don't have any heads. I mean, I'm pretty sure she hasn't been fucking anyone. No. Like, because she suddenly realized, oh, life is, I've actually really hurt him by me wanting to do that stuff. Yeah. And now that I'm really hurt by something else, I realized that things matter to people that I've just taken for granted. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I really got that. And I just was, I just felt how she desperately didn't want him to say, um, okay. Yeah. She didn't want that. And then, I was just so relatable when she lies down and she's like, you, well, I'm going to stay here. You can stay there if you want. And how they lie together and how he instinctively grabs her arm. It's just beautiful. It was beautiful. But also I found it really interesting that like two seconds when he says, I can try to make love to you. Oh, God. And then she sort of coquettishly over her shoulder is like, well, do you want to? No, she doesn't say it like that. She's like... Do you want to? She's testing him. And She's then testing him and he shrugs. And he rejects. And he rejects again. Fucking hell. God, it's so brutal. So, but it's so subtly brutal. Mm. And she's really feeling that. Yeah. And her pride. Her pride she's is so gone. absolutely ruined. Yeah. That's why she keeps cutting her hair shorter yeah. and shorter. <laughs> you know, get rid of the stress. Get rid of the pain. Get and rid she, of all the she trauma lies attached down to it. And they, oh, so this is it. Yeah, we gave it a good go. They both don't want it to end. They both know there's too much pain now. And and when he says that line, you know, do you really want it? When he's, she's like saying, do you, do you fuck models now, Tom? Do you fuck models? Do, you, do they sit on your face now, Tom? Yeah. And and he says very gently, do you really want to... Um, Talk about the pain. Uh, yeah, analyze all the pain that's been brought up in our marriage. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, so heavy. Yeah, he has the power and she's insecure. It's the most vulnerable episode we might have seen of Succession yet. Maybe apart from that one where Kendall and tells the others about what he Him did. Killing someone. Which I thought was great that they included that in the, um, you know, the recap that they yes. did at the beginning. Because then you get that great line that Kieran has about, um, well, he Gin had and to, tonic. He had to wait three quarters of an hour for a gin and tonic. Um, oh my God, it's just so good. It's so good. And then we finished the episode with Logan watching ATN himself at night. Um, which who's I this guy, ball guy? Who is this toupee guy? <laughs> ball sack with a toupee, yeah. yeah. I thought that was really interesting because, again, in terms of vulnerability, it shows that even Logan is still keeping a watchful eye on all of the different enterprises that he has. He's now lost this deal. He has to make sure that the things that he still has running are good. And he's not going to sleep. He's still going to be worrying about all of his things um, at night. And it's just interesting because I know somebody that works for uh, news channel uh, that's owned by Rupert Murdoch and apparently he does the same thing he'll just be from somewhere else at night message people working overnight and be like okay you need to change this you need to like because he's watching it all the time too but so I thought that was really I interesting thought that was the, I thought that was the writers telling us this is a man who has made his living and his success himself yes and these are his kids who are trying to get something for free yes and this is a hard-working man who it, that that was very, very purposeful yes. that they ended on that. And also maybe that's part of the reason why he took his security guard 
for a meal rather than spending his birthday celebrating with all of these posh wankers mm. or whatever. He respects the fact that his security guard is a working man. Mm. But obviously when he tries to engage with him in conversation, he doesn't get anything back. So it's almost like Logan is caught between, now that his kids are gone, he's caught between the two worlds of where he actually came from and the fact mm. that he's a hardworking person and then the rich life that he's fought so hard for that he now doesn't feel like he belongs to in a way. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he feels like he never belonged there. Yeah, so he's on his own. He really is. Oh and Marsha's shopping so in Milan forever. Forever. So. Oh my God, it's just so good. I hope she comes back though. I do love Marsha. I don't feel like she is. Do you think so? No, I, I don't feel like she is. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if... Is it... Ca- I always get Carrie. Carrie. Ca- Carrie. It's Carrie. Carrie. It's Carrie. I'm Carrie. pretty sure it's Carrie. 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 Carrie gets pregnant. No. Carrie gets pregnant. Kieran breaks away. Okay, yeah, well, let's do a couple of predictions. Okay, I, I reckon Kieran breaks away, he can't do it anymore, he needs to take his self-care. Okay. I reckon Kendall goes back to Naomi and they do some drugs. Uh-huh. I reckon Shiv and Tom reunite. I reckon Logan leaks the Kendall um, <gasps> car crash info. No. And that would be really perfect because of the security guard set up in episode one. Yeah. So they basically, that that really could happen. Oh no, that would be devastating. I reckon that maybe Logan threatens it, but then, but wouldn't actually follow through with it. But then through somebody else, it gets out. And then Kendall feels betrayed by Logan, but the fact is Logan wouldn't have done it and it's an accident. Because I really do feel like they were really playing with this idea of accidents this episode. Yes, you're right. And um, the fact is all of this peer stuff wouldn't have happened if Tom hadn't happened to bump Mm. into somebody. Um, It all felt like... And they wouldn't have included Naomi again. They wouldn't, yeah. So I feel like... I think that could happen. And then I think Logan either dies or has a heart attack and then we kind of echo series one. Yeah, Logan's for sure going to die this season, right? Mm. Yeah, he must die. He must. He must. must. That's why it's this final season. And then who becomes the successor? Oh my God. Who will it be? Kieran. It has to be Kieran. No, he's not qualified enough. He's not. We know he's not. Come oh, on. Oh, he is. He's shown the most dedication. Oh my gosh, he is. Come on, Roman. No. And it can't be Shiv because Shiv is too sad. I reckon Shiv and Tom, I just so want them to be together. Do you not? Do you not want them to be together? They have to be together. I think, that they, I think that they're actually more suited for each other now than they were at the beginning. Because they've grown. Because they've been through so much together and they've traumatised each other. Mm. Um, they hurt each other. You need to hurt each other to love each other. It's true. And Tom was desperately trying to fit in in the first season. And now he he doesn't have to try so hard. So, mm. yeah, he's become one of the reptiles, mm. you know, and therefore... Well, his can... hope is gone, as it was gone during the prison. So if you don't have hope, they can't hurt you. But also maybe part of the reason why she's so hurt is because part of the reason why she got together with him was because he was different. Yes. And now he has become exactly the same as the rest of them. And maybe that's hurt her. Well, she definitely has lost some lightness, hasn't she, since over the series. So, yeah, I just hope to God that they come out of it together yeah. the siblings yeah I'm really gripping your hand I know oh, I hate it I hate, I hate, you hate I, it I, no 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 I, I liked it for a second because I was like oh and then I don't like it when anyone keeps holding my hand <laughs> really I know I'm very weird about that no I do like it but also at the same time I'm like my hand is sweating well I'm and... not fucking letting go now okay <laughs> why have you got sweaty hands I d- Honestly, you tell me. You tell me. That's so um, weird. Also, I thought the section where... Um, yeah, okay. okay, yeah, that's Thank nice. Um, where they were saying about uh, Kerry with a cock in her mouth. Um, you <laughs> can pop it back in now. You can pop it back in. I had to keep muting it because of the kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably that's probably some they vernacular that you so don't want them times. to pick up. What? <laughs> Every time something rude comes on, I can I, I I'm quite good at getting detecting it early, and I'm like yeah. <laughs> Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. We're you very excited to, to be back. Follow our other podcast, Showbiz Sisters. You can release that every Wednesday. And um, if you want to support us on Patreon, please do. Patreon.com yeah, forward we, slash Cave Sisters. Yeah, you should. We have fun little chats. Phoebe's going to cut my hair this week. For I'm, gonna, I'm about to do a big old chop for six inches. That's the size of Logan's dick. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much for watching. See you next week. Stay succession. Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs>